morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever this reaches you, this is the Six Feet Under podcast. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Pooche. What is up, family? What is good, family? Welcome to day one, episode one of the Surviving February series. (laughs) Man, oh man, this is about to be a fucking journey, y'all. I mean, when I say journey, you say fucking I ain't gonna lie, it's about to get real mad emotional, real mad introspective, real mad a lot of shit. It's it's about to be a lot of shit. It's about to be a lot of shit in in one way, I'm very, very excited. Uh in another way, I'm very, very scared. I'm I'm first and foremost, let me explain this to you guys. Like I took a break from potting this week just to put everything in perspective, put everything down, put jot down my feelings, jot down my thoughts, just put everything down. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I had to take a step back, you know, um, January 31st, a day that always lived in infamy for me because it was the passing of my grandfather. My grandfather was near and dear to my heart. I can't even say passing. I can't even say those words without tearing up. You know, last Sunday, what happened, happened with my favorite basketball player. That I can't even actually put those words in. in, in, I can't put those words together because I'm still pretty emotional about that. But this day, February 1st, 2020, the start of surviving February, I, I, I have no words, yo. So for a brief recap, I'll explain again what Surviving February is. So um, for you who haven't listened to the previous episode, uh, please go back and listen. Also, um, this is new to me. Uh, Please remember to like, subscribe uh, and rate the show if you're an Apple podcast. And uh, do your boy a favor too. shout me the fuck out. (laughs) <laughs> repost me i i don't i mean i am not really big on asking for things so it's kind of weird even saying that but if you are man i would appreciate if you did because although this is still something i do is therapeutic although something i still do is a hobby and a job and not a job i find it in myself that this podcast when i originally started it I didn't know what the topic matter of discussion was going to be about. And now I realize that this is all derived from self-help, from maybe a a comical side of things. And sometimes I don't say shit that's funny. I know that. Um, But I am just trying to help myself. And if I can help myself and indirectly help others, then I am very, very, very happy. So surviving February. Surviving February will be a series of 29 uh, podcast episodes of the Six Feet Under podcast, which you're listening to right now, in 29 days. And I know you're thinking, well, why the fuck are you doing this, Keith? Maybe you aren't thinking that. 
And why the fuck did you just call me my actual name? Well, because you don't know me as Uncle Puche. But <laughs> um, sorry, guys, I, I, I can't front with you about how um, how how difficult this is for me right now. And uh, it's difficult for me for a multitude of reasons. And uh, I'll get into that shortly because this episode um, will will be the foundation of what we'll be going through the next 29 days. Um, but it's it's difficult because I'm starting to feel a shift. I'm starting to feel a transition. I'm starting to feel a change in my life that uh, I've never felt. And some of this feels good. It feels good. It feels so good. And some of it hurts. It hurts like hell. It hurts like a motherfucker. And I just can't get over my anxiety. I can't get over my uh, insecurities. Um, And I just, you know, I have days, man. You know, the hardest part of my day is waking up and getting out of the bed. You know, if I can get out of the bed and I can wake up and I can be happy and I can be, you know, jubilant. Uh, then things, you know, get up on the right foot. But some days, guys, it's hard getting out of the bed. And I feel very bad because, you know, I think about the problems I have and I think about the problems of the world and I think to myself, like, my problems aren't that big, but I'm not gonna lie to y'all, I'm, I'm pretty fucked up in the head. Um, I'm missing a couple of screws. My cheese and slipped my cracker, you know. Um, I'm looking for help. I'm going to go get help because I need help. And uh, although until I get to the point where I can get on a steady basis of um, maybe some psychiatry and some therapy to help me out with my problems, I'll be doing these fucking podcasts 29 days, yo, 29 days in a row. And to start it off like this, to get into this, to get into surviving February, I'm going to get into the biggest portions, the biggest portion that I had to get to that got me here in today's episode will be surviving vices. Am I a junkie? I was a fucking junkie. I was a fucking addict. I was addicted to things I didn't know I was fucking addicted to. If you listen to this, have listened to every episode, um, you would know or you would have heard that I discussed the matters of Living under six feet, how we got to this podcast, me being under five, I'm sorry, me being under six foot, you know, making me, I'm sorry, me as being five, nine, I mean, is why I'm six feet under, but the six feet under that's more prevalent is the bullshit, being six feet under bullshit, being six feet under problems, being six feet under pain, being six feet under hurt, being six feet under insecurities, being six feet under whatever. I was a fucking junkie, y'all. I had I, I had my addictions. You know, it's funny telling people that you have addictions. It's funny telling people that you know you did drugs, um, and you 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 drank alcohol and you were addicted to sex. You know, people like to compartmentalize things. So I was just talking to a friend just tonight, and uh, she and I were talking about our own little problems back and forth, and. She, uh, I said, yo, yo, fam, I was a drug addict, yo. No shortage of the word, no matter how long your addiction lasts. An addiction is an addiction. And if you get off of it, you know, who rated you? But I said, fam, I was a drug addict. I had problems. And she goes, you did drugs? Like, 
white people drugs? And I texted her back and I said, listen, I did drugs. Drugs have no color. <laughs> I mean, I listen, take this out. I never shot heroin. I never smoked meth, but play with your imagination on the other things I did. Okay. Carry on. So I'm surviving February this month. And, and with surviving February, I've taken up the option. I've taken up the um, the need to do said things. I am giving up and remaining abstinent from sex, alcohol, and obviously drugs. I don't need these things in my life to make me fulfilled. I don't need these things in my life to make me whole. I don't want these things in my life to bring me down anymore. These things have only brought me down and they've only destroyed me for the better person that I knew I am, the better person I knew I could be. You know, here's the thing, guys. I've learned that within worldly possessions, there is no limit to the down spiral into which you will you will fall into. There's no limit into the down spiral of which you will continue to go to until you're technically six feet under. When you live in your vices, when you live in your 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 things that help you stay away from reality, those things will eventually take over you and take on you until ain't nothing else to take. You got to get help, man. You got to find some type of foundation. You got to find some 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 place of support. That's what I did. That's what I'm doing. I guys, I'm I'm better. I'm I'm better than what I was, but there's still days, man, where I fall fall very short of um very short of what and who I thought I was and what and who I thought I was. Um, I'm not that person anymore. I've made major strides to make a difference in my life and I made major strides to get there. And citing that I'm not him anymore, I'm not really going to be going back to that person. I'm not going to be keeping up with the Joneses anymore. I have to I have to cleanse myself. I have to review who I was, what the fuck I thought I was, and what the fuck I thought I could be into. And think to myself, like, Keith, this was... Damn it. Sorry, guys, I keep referring to my original name, but that's fucking fine. I'm talking to my original self anyways. Um, Yo, fam, you're not that. You were never that. But you thought you were that because that's what the world said you should be. One of my good friends... One said to me, you know, the problem with you is you embody other people's opinions of you. You don't take on your opinion of what you think your life should be like. You let people tell you who you are and then you embody it. Someone says you're full of shit. You're a bad person. Then you're a bad person. Someone tells you you're a good person. Then you, you, you know, you proceed to behave in a good person manner. But. I got to be my own man, guys. I got to, you know, I, I, there was a point where I had to have a drink before I went to sleep. I had to have a drink before I went to sleep. I had to have a drink during lunch at work. I'd have a drink 
Um, sometimes in the morning. Sometimes I have to wake up, drink, pass out, drink. First and foremost, guys, I'm going to quote a lot of rap lyrics because that's just my thing. Um, And uh, yeah, I, I had an issue, dude. And if it wasn't, if I wasn't drinking, then I had to, you know, I had to, um, you know, I had to find different ways to get, get my rocks off. Which again, I'm not necessarily comfortable explaining or sharing that portion of my life. Um, if you want to know, then fucking, I don't know, DM me, text me. I'm very vulnerable in the essence of like sitting down and having one-on-one conversations, but just, I'm, I know I'm not at the place right now where I can just be like, yo, fam, I was doing this. I just not. Sex on the other hand, well, I already told y'all sex is a weapon. I... We'll, I don't want to spoil none of my episodes, but we'll get to my explanation of my whole face. I'll explain it to you. The fuck was that? Uh, my whole face and what I was doing and how I felt like these things um, brought me validation. Sex with women. I thought that if I had sex with a woman, then I, it was making me a better man. And therefore, all I did was just run up my body count and... Um, you know, I just fuck up my whole mindset. Um, but let's get into this. Let, let's get into why I decided to survive February and why I needed to survive February. And I'll, I will place this out here and I will uh, tell this story. I will hope I will tell the story this last time because I do need to give this person a break. I do need to back up off this person. I do need to make sure I'm not making this that the. the the ecocentric fuck i'm sorry guys i'm stumbling on my words that the center of this podcast anymore february was going to be at least if you ask me in the month i'm sorry in the year 2019 last year if you if you asked me last year what i was doing or what i was going to do in february 2020 i would have told you that in february of 2020 um, actually, February 29th, 2020, to be exact, um, I was going to propose. I was going to propose to my then girlfriend at the time. And um, uh, I'll run you down. Since you guys are my family, I'm talking to the whole family today. This this message, this message surrounds around the whole family. <laughs> Everybody can get this news. You have to do what you feel is though is right, not what you think people want you to do. I lived my entire life so far doing things that I thought people wanted me to do, and that fucked me up in the head because I was never happy with my life's decisions. I'm so content with the decisions and the things that, that have occurred in my life in the last two months recently because I am making decisions that I want to do. Things that I'm I'm okay with doing. I like doing this. I'm okay with this. This pleases me. But last year, I conjured up the nerve to think that me and said person that I was dating would have been coming up on, I believe, like three or four years I don't know. At this point, mine slips me. Um, 
And I was like, hey, I need to propose to her. I need to I need to propose to her. I can't have her waiting forever. I need to propose to her. So I conjured up an idea in my head. I started stashing away um, $100 of each one of my paychecks. And um, I had almost gotten up to like, almost gotten up to like $1,500. Um, and, uh, and I had decided February 2020, I was going to propose to her. And how I planned on doing was this. I was going to, uh, we were going to take a trip to um, New Orleans for Mardi Gras. And in essence, taking that trip to New Orleans, to Mardi Gras, we were going to, you know, get get turned, have fun. You know what I'm saying? Because she loved to travel. And, um, you know, I appreciate her for exposing me to that. That was very much appreciative. Um. After we um, finished said travel, we were to, or at least I wanted to, uh, get uh, to uh, get back, get back to uh, Sacramento where I live, and be on one of the transport buses. Um, and some way I was gonna finesse and finagle uh, the way get her, in a her and I to um, the location where we met. She and I met at um, the rental uh, the a rental car company. And I was going to get her over there and I was going to propose. I was going to say these words. I chose this day to propose to you because February 29th, similar to you and I, doesn't come around often. Needless to say, we're an odd couple. We aren't the stereotypical couple. We are different. I like different. You're different. I like you. I love you and I want you to marry me. And um, obviously, guys, that's not going to happen. She and I are not going to Mardi Gras. We don't barely even speak. Now, I must say this about her. She's a phenomenal woman, and she definitely checks in with your boy. And she, you know, for what it's worth, she supports me from a distance as much as she can. She has her own life. She has her own thing. And, you know, honestly, sometimes I want to hit her up, hit you up, send a text. Um, um, but I can't, I mean, I can, but, you know, I try to withdraw myself from doing so because, you know, dude, the relapse is fucking hard, fam. Me and her, I have to accept are never getting back to that stage again. And sometimes, a lot of times before when I'm like, hey, I should hit her up to see what she's doing or what's going on. I just tell myself she's probably hanging out with her man. I don't know if she has a man or not. But just to deflect the situation or to feel as though I'm intruding, I just say, hey, she's hanging out with her man. She's hanging out with her dude. Respect her privacy. Respect her place. And, um, yeah, man, that's that's uh, that's what happened there. I um, before making this podcast, I knew after um, I moved out um I knew after I moved out that February was going to be a hard month. Uh, And so I knew I needed to survive it. And then I just came up with the term surviving February. And I thought to myself that this this would only be accomplishable if I brought myself back to reality and just did the things that made me feel good. And podcasting makes me feel good. 
I'm back to square one. I live in my parents' house again, fully. I don't have my own place. And realistically, I should have just done this in the first place. I should have never stayed. Um, After me and my ex broke up, I stayed with her for almost four months. Uh, and lived in the same place because I thought that if I um, if I was overbearing, if I was there, then she would just, you know, she would honestly, I thought she would just eventually just take me back. And she didn't. And honestly, she did. She did the best thing for her. But she doesn't know how much she did the best thing for me because that saved my life. B. I was a ruiner. I ruined shit. I fucked shit up. Um, not between her, but just, just sabotaging things between my own self and her rejecting my, uh, attempts, no matter how much I cried and how much I begged and pleaded and, and just fell on the floor and just said all the things I did that helped me out for her to do that because it made me, it forced me to soul search and look back around and figure out what I really wanted. And what I found out was this. I only wanted to propose to keep up with the Joneses. I only wanted to get married just because I thought that that's what I was supposed to do, not because I truly loved her. I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. I had a a deep, immense amount of love for her, but that wasn't coming from the right place. It was coming from the wrong fucking place. And you know what would have happened? You know what would have happened? This is what would have happened. I would have proposed to her. We would have been engaged for maybe a year. I don't know. Who knows? But I would have proposed to her. We would have been engaged. And let's say we got married. Let's say she and I actually did get married. We would have been divorced within two to three years. Tops. Because I was fucking miserable. I thought money made the man. I thought that, um, well, first and foremost, I didn't trust her. I, I I must put that out there. Not because she wasn't trustworthy. It's just because I didn't trust a fucking soul. And um, yeah, that would have just been terrible, y'all. That would have been fucking terrible. And so I, I'm going to, as best as possible, leave this here. I'm going to leave her here. And I'm going to leave her the fuck alone as far as me bringing up in this podcast, because realistically, I, that girl's not a bad person. She's not a bad person whatsoever. She's a really good person, very supportive person. And if you know her personally, then you have a good friend in her because she is a good individual. She and I just didn't mesh well. And that fucking happens. Do I still have my days that I wish it worked? Yeah. Am I completely f- over the situation? Nope. <laughs> but I am content with where my life is headed. And I am very happy to see that she seems to be thriving. But let's get back to this. I'm I'm back. I'm living in my mother's house. In my mother and father's house. My parents' house. Um, and uh, I drive a 98 Accord now. That has over 300,000 miles on it. I live with my parents. I don't have my own place. 
which again, I got my own place again for keeping up with the Joneses because I was like, well, I can have bitches over. I can have females coming through. I can, I can, I could, you know, be in here fucking whoever I want. And I, it took me, it, sorry about that. It took me less than two weeks to realize that I didn't care about the bitches. I didn't care about fucking women. I didn't care about any of that stuff. I just needed to be around those who love me and adore me and want me to be successful. And um, so I got out of my old place. And um, now I'm back with my parents. Um, I mentioned the car thing because back into materialism again, I thought that that car and having a, a better car would make me a better man. And to be honest with you guys, I'm very content pulling up in this 98 Accord and seeing the looks on people's faces as I hop out and I smile and my my smiles from ear to ear. I'm very content with that now. I was I am to say I'm even with my anxiety attacks that I have still in the morning. um, I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. Because I'm relinquishing the bullshit. (sighs) The sex. You know, it's funny when you tell people that you're abstinent. Abstinent? Abstinent? I don't know. That's my southern draw. (laughs) It's funny when you tell people you're no longer having sex. It's actually funny when you tell people you're no longer drinking alcohol, too. It's like... You know, they don't question you about drugs. They're like, okay, drugs are bad for you. Good. Don't do that. But then when you're like, I'm not having sex or drinking alcohol. They're like, what's wrong with you? You got a problem? Is something wrong with you? And you have to be like, no, man, nothing's wrong with me. I just don't want to do those things. I just don't want to be that person anymore. I just just don't want to dwell on... Allowing these things to be my go-to to be better. Did I have a problem? Yeah, I had a huge problem. I had a fucking problem. All buns intended. They go my dad jokes again. But I'm doing this not to prove a point to anyone else. I'm doing this not because I'm not over my ex. I'm doing this because I need to be a better version of me. And so with that being said, gosh, it's going to be really difficult not drinking. It's going to be very easy not fucking because I'm not fucking in my mama's house no more. I'm not bringing any woman over here. (laughs) I'm not interested in fucking. It's going to be kind of hard not masturbating. I ain't going to lie. You know, that's, you know, self-pleasure school. But if I believe in myself, which I truly do, and I believe that. You know, God has a bigger plan for me, which I truly do. I have to accept this challenge. I have to move forward. (sighs) And I just got to be better. So, yeah, this is day one of surviving February. Um, The episodes are going to be approximately around 30 minutes long each episode. And, um... As always, man, I would love some feedback. 
Have you ever been absent? Is it absent? Have you? <laughs> have you ever, you know, have you ever given up, you know, these worldly vices? Because, man, something about vices just, vices just feel so fucking good. I felt good being a fucking junkie. Oh, I felt so good being intoxicated or loaded, as people would say. Oh, I felt so fucking good jumping in bed to bed. I feel so fucking empty. So that's that, man. I hope that it. At the end of this 29 days from now, I come out with a a clearer vision, a clearer view, a better understanding of myself and who I am and what I can do. This might sound very, um, very dark, but I just want to be alive, guys. I just want to live. I just want to thank God each and every day and I just want to be able to remember the days because I did a number to my brain I know I did and I I can't remember a lot of shit now I don't recall a lot of shit now and sadly I don't feel a lot of things so welcome welcome you to the surviving February series This has been another Six Feet Under podcast episode. I am your five foot nine host with sophisticated ignorance, Uncle Puche. Remember to always allow the peace to kill the evil that is inside you. And then until next time, I'm out.